Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back to Heartblend Podcast. And just as a disclaimer, this is not a substitute for mental or emotional counseling, nor is it to substitute a cognitive behavior therapist. This is here as a source to support you along your journey to loving yourself and the introduction to begin the release of your fears. Today, we are focusing on the fear of living. Now, this fear can occur at any age and at any stage of our lives after a very traumatic experience that may happen. It happens when our brain doesn't properly heal and we continue to relate in life only expecting negative outcomes. This fear may appear as the fear of dying, fear of apocalyptic events, fear of disaster, overall just fear of consistent danger. How we express these fears is through the following. Post-traumatic stress disorder, anxiety on a consistent basis, paranoia, extreme nightmares, feeling physically sick when thinking of triggering topics, and anticipating only negative outcomes in life. One way we can relate to this fear is through the experience of COVID-19, a real pandemic event that affects the entire world all at one time. How it affects everyone individually varies, but it can create a fear that never existed before. As mentioned in previous episodes, the human brain has four basic needs, security and certainty, significance, variety, and love and connection. So what does the fear of living relate to? It's actually two, security and variety. It depends on the source of the fear. Some people are so used to negative experiences happening that when everything is consistent and stable, they start to anticipate bad things happening as a way to prepare their mind for something chaotic or negative to happen. They may even sabotage themselves in ways by setting themselves up subconsciously for a negative experience by not taking proper preparation for things. For others, when one small or big change occurs during their normal life routine, everything else in their life feels threatened, almost as if they're anticipating losing everything. Having a fear of living wreaks havoc on many relationships, causing you to smother others with the negativity. You feel very insignificant, like you have zero power. You're constantly feeling unsafe. And there's very little to no positive fun experiences due to fear of disaster. Can you see by how fulfilling the need for security or variety by utilizing the fear of living blocks all of the other needs from being met? While this may be a deep fear that can be challenging to completely undo depending on its origin, let's discuss some ways of coping or handling it. Number one. What is it specifically that you're afraid of concerning life? Is it a general sense that something bad is going to happen? Or is it specifically related to something else in your life? When did you first feel this way? 
What was the first time you experienced something very negative in your life that made the biggest impact? How did your family respond to negative experiences during your childhood? Number two, journal. Your experiences and feelings can feel very overwhelming. Get it all out and write everything down. Get out everything that you're feeling at any time. This will help you process your emotions by releasing your feelings and thoughts. This will help ease the fear to a controllable state by just getting everything out. Number three, reduce your news intake. A lot of times people will say, you have to know what's going on in the world. That's true. However, use this to your discretion. If you deal with anxiety or feel paranoid, then this is no longer a tool, but a mental weapon. And if you aren't mentally stable enough to absorb the information you need and maintain your sanity, then take a break. Set a time for when you want to check specific information in the news and then continue with your day. Staring at your screen consistently for hours watching the news is unhealthy and unproductive. Become aware of what you're putting in your mind. This also goes for scary movies, crime stories, and any other fear-based media. Our brain is tender, and we need to provide it with as much positivity as possible, which leads me to number four. Number four. Go on a four-day positive binge. Start your day with listening to upbeat music or motivational speeches. Read books about positive information. Surround yourself with positive people. And keep your topics light in conversation. No one wants to hear about your latest traumatic experience. Spend some good time with yourself and have fun the best way you know how. Number five, reality check. Many times our fears can cloud our reality, so we must take a step back when looking at our current scenarios. Our minds love stories. It's the best way we process information by telling ourselves information in a story format. So what story are you telling? Are you coming up with exaggerated, dramatic, near-death experiences that then freak you out into not taking any risks in life? Do you start visualizing horrific events that, of course, are always possible that could happen, but the probability of it actually happening is very low? Write down a time when you really felt like you had everything figured out and it was going to go horribly. It was just going to go so bad. What actually happened? Was it as absolutely 100% to the T as you expected? Did you even experience it? Did you avoid it completely altogether? Take some time to realize the moments that we anticipate and the reality may be two very different things. Of course, utilize your intuition, but pay attention to probability and likelihood of something very negative happening at all times. So let's say the probability is high, say 25 to 50%. What would you do? How would you handle that situation? Shift your mindset to how bad a situation can be and how horrible it may turn out to how would you handle the situation? Practice focusing on your ability to respond and the actions that you would take in that scenario. 
Most of the time, we just think about how terrible an event would be in our lives and not our actual response. What would you do? Let's let's use an example, and this is not meant to trigger anyone at all, but I, I'm just using this as an example. Let's say you are very terrified that your house may catch on fire. Why do you have that fear? Where is that coming from? Have you experienced this before? Did you see it on TV? Did you see it in a movie? Did, did someone you know experience this? What was the reason that this happened? And then from there, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to make sure that you go out and get some fire blankets? Are you going to go ahead and upload all of your images to your cloud and you scan all of your photos that you have and you convert all of your home videos over to a digital format so you save all of your memories? Do you have an escape evacuation plan? What is going to be your action of accountability and responsibility to this horrific event that you are anticipating? Take more of that approach as opposed to focusing on, oh my God, it's going to be really bad. I can't do this. (sighs) You notice when your breath starts to get shallow, when you start freaking out, that's another point to make. Take some time to practice your breathing. Anytime that you feel as though something really terrible is going to happen, pay attention to your breath. You may be taking these very short, shallow breaths where we're... (sighs) Even you hearing that right now is probably making you want to breathe faster. So take deep breaths. So... Inhale. Exhale. Release. And calm your mind. Focus on calming your mind. You also most likely have a very overstimulated mind where you aren't exhausting yourself enough. You're exhausting yourself with your thoughts, but you're not utilizing your mind to its best ability in order to create new things or be challenged in some way constructively. The more often that you spend time with stimulating your mind and challenging your mind, the more that you will come away from the habit of negative thinking. You won't even have time to focus on negative thoughts. So that is also a good point as well. So let's create a new mission statement to help us get through challenging times. And I want you to repeat after me. I am safe. I am strong. The world is my home. I am powerful enough to handle what life may throw at me. I can do all things with God. My loved ones are safe. I live a life of positivity. I surround myself with positive energy. Everything is happening for me and for my best interest even when I don't understand why.
Remember the statement and pull something out of that that resonated with you and hold on to that and repeat that to yourself anytime you start to feel scared. There are negative things that happen in the world, but that is not reality. The reality is that there are both positive and negative aspects to life, depending on one's perspective. So use your power and strength to help you through your journey. You may have been through some terrible things, many things that other people may never face in their life. So use that to empower others by sharing in the ways that you have overcome these things, not focused on what actually happened. We all may face very challenging experiences. And if you feel like you're having a very difficult time with managing your fear and it's interfering with your life, it's breaking things down where you can't establish relationships, you can't hold your jobs, you can't go to work, you can't get up in the mornings, all of those types of things. If you feel that is very detrimental to your health by having this fear, talk with your doctor or talk with a therapist to help you heal properly. You are not weak or less of a person for seeking help. You are wise and strong to want to be better and to not want to harm others physically or emotionally. There's many people that cannot say that. This concludes our series on breaking up with fear. Did you learn anything about yourself or others? Stay tuned for a very special guided meditation to help bring a sense of ease and relaxation in relation to your fears. Thank you so much for listening. This is Hardblend Podcast.